The current time is now 7.24 p.m. here in Seoul, South Korea. One of the biggest addition of 2022 here on Korea Now was this gentleman joining us for Back to the Culture, Kim Young-dae. Hello. Speaking of cryptocurrency, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Are you, did, you, did you invest in cryptocurrency too? I don't want to talk about it. Well, no, that's, that's not it. That's not my problem. I've been saying... Uh, for the last two years, uh, two, two, more than two years, mm-hmm. I've been saying that uh, the cryptocurrency and the blockchain and the new technology, including NFT, could be the you know, next big thing in music mm-hmm. and, uh, or uh, something that could uh, solve all the different problems in music, especially the music business, including royalty issues and uh, kind of unfair rela- power relationship between, uh, you know, among the different role players and different players in music. Uh, so th- that's what I was hoping, you mm-hmm. know. I- I'm not particularly in- interested in the technology itself, but I, I really wanted to see the future. Uh, but we're not getting there. No. And, uh, more than that, I've been receiving a lot of criticism. <laughs> why? why, why, why? <laughs> from, from everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, they, they would say, you said it. You said it. So I, I listened to your words, but... Uh, what did you say? Like invest in like music stocks or something like that? I don't know. I'm sure you I've didn't never say anything said anything like about investment, uh, but um, people might have a different idea. Dad, Dad, you you just gotta ignore them. You have been our greatest investment, young day. And <laughs> thank so, you. Merry Christmas. Thank <laughs> you. Christmas was like so, Merry Christmas so many days ago. We're, the, that that's my rule. The what? entire December uh-huh. is Christmas. Entire Christmas, really? Yeah. yeah. 30, 31 days of Christmas. Yeah. That, oh my goodness. That's, that's happy, happy days for you. Uh, for me, it's just let's get this over with and go into the <laughs> next year uh, because uh, today is going to be that very thing that we're going to do. Let's wrap up 2022 because, look, I think. Why? Why? You know why I'm looking forward what, what, to. What's your problem? My problem is there's a lot of negative things that happened in 2022, but. I am looking forward to today's segment because the one thing that did go well hmm. in 2022, what was it? I think it's K-pop. Mm. It was again. It went on to the next level of success in the K-pop industry. Isn't it weird? Because I mean, you know, we're we're still not, you know, we didn't actually graduate it this whole situation, right? No, 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 no. But still, you know, we heard a lot of different news about how K-pop's mm-hmm. skyrocketing, you know, even even during the, the con- pandemic era and, uh, you know, new records, you know, brand new records from the from, from everywhere, like a I think fourth generation girl groups and, you know, K-pop, you know, still BTS, Blackpink, and the third generation still rocks. So, I mean... Yeah, it was a pretty good year for music business, especially K-pop, because I've never seen any kind of uh, meaningful growth in any other kind of regional, well, except for the Latin music. Okay. Latin music was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and K-pop. Right. But Latin is pr- pretty big world, right? <laughs> It's a big world and it's, it has in a terms long of the history language, too. Yeah, history yeah, yeah. and the demographics. But the K-pop, it's a, it's a weird world. Because, I mean, it's actually branded, uh, uh, you know, based on the country. Mm-hmm. But it is not national music. You know, music based on the nationality. No, right? it's not. At this point. Latin especially. music is. K 
K-pop technically, aside from the fact that it uses Korean language and uh, majority of them are Korean artists. K-pop could be anything. It could be anything. <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly, it's a very broad range. So, uh, so historically, this is, you know, undoubtedly a unique situation. Mm-hmm. You know, one single industry with, uh, with a nation, you know, country's names attached on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from, from very marginal market, you know, the spreading all over the world, claiming the, 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 this, like, a dominant influence in the world. I think... And the new things are still coming out. That, that's exactly, that's the thing, right? It, it's one of those things where before, it's like it goes up and then now it goes downhill, right? But now it's continuing to go up because new things are popping up here. Now, let's talk, we're going to talk about a review of 2022 because in my opinion, 2022 was one of the best years for K-pop. Okay. There was a lot of things that happened. I, what's crazy is the fact that one of the news here, BTS, definitely is going to be one of the top news that we're going to talk about. BTS has announced that they're going to go on a hiatus. So right? many different news. Oh, there's so much, <laughs> right? From hiatus to Jin's going to the military uh, to Jungkook, Jungkook performing the World Cup, the World Cup. I mean, RM released a new studio album. You know, the reach the number three. At the Billboard 200. That's right. Uh, best RM, right? Yeah. Best uh, record it's, as a K-pop solo artist. BTS continues <clears throat> to thrive. Now, here is the thing, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen the quick success and the quick decline of Psy, right? I thought BTS was going to be the same thing. Hmm. Where BTS's success goes up and then it's going to start going down. It exploded even bigger. You I, know what? It's not just your problem. I mean, everyone was always wrong about BTS every time, except for every you. moment. Except in, for you. Uh, well, kind of. I, I was <laughs> hit and miss sometimes, but uh, more than 50%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, you know, they, they said that they're not going to make it. They said they, they're not going to make it the mainstream chart. Right. You know, again, they they kind of quickly you know change the stance, and that they, okay, yeah, they they're they're successful, but they're not gonna thrive, you know, over many years, which is absolutely wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, and and they said again after the, the this sort of like hiatus, temporary hiatus, they were not gonna be as big as the kind of previous, you know. But they're doing so well individually too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I've been saying. The whole year, I mean, everyone's so concerned about this, this kind of kind of kind of this period, like a hiatus. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would say the, I, I said this, you know, all the time that the, uh, the the total the total amount of success as the individual members of BTS would be at this point way bigger than the brand of BTS right now. Yeah. So that's I, my theory. <laughs> a, a lot of people were saying, right, because of the military issue yeah. and then Jin was the oldest, so he had to go. A lot of people were saying, wait, why don't all seven of them just go to the military together? And then in less than two years, they'll all come out quicker, right? And then they'll be back together. Yeah, but could be ideal situation. But financially, Mm, financially though good point one person goes in six other people going solo another person goes in other five uh you know solo uh another person goes in solo one comes back from the military and it's a rotation and it looks like from the success that we're seeing from Jin, Jungkook obviously with Dreamers and RM with his success yeah financially for uh HYBE I mean this is this is the best thing to do right BTS could be way more successful 
without BTS, actually. That is crazy. Yeah, Isn't that's, that ironic? that's a crazy idea, right? Yeah. And, uh, and also individually, the each member, they've been, they've been holding, holding back uh, mm-hmm. a lot of their individual kind of desire and uh, artistry and musicianship. So this is a pretty good opportunity. Uh, well, you know, going to the army, it's, it's sad news, I know. Mm-hmm. You know they've been kind of, kind of monitoring all the like a, like a food, food menu <laughs> that Jin might eat this morning, this afternoon, this, this evening. <laughs> I know. Well, that's a uh, that's a part of the idol industry, right? Yes. Uh, that's kind of natural reaction from fans. But um, yeah. But it's it's not over. Not even close. No, it's not. I, I think there was some fear because you know if they go to a hiatus and then people go to the army, they'll lose uh, you know interest. Don't but... underestimate the power and the passion of army. Yeah. Which is the greatest fandom in the the music world. I I would have to agree with that as well. Uh, Yangurum says this, and I agree with you. I think this was another big year uh, for new girl groups because Yangurum says new jeans came out in 2022. Lucerafim came out. New jeans. I've came out. I mean, all these groups. came out. Kepler came out. You know, the last year uh, we had... Uh, the, the, the next level was the name uh, of the group? Uh, Aspa. came out. So five different, more than, actually more than five different groups came out really big in a way, you know, obviously very different style mm-hmm. in terms of music, fashion, and everything. So this reminds me of this year, actually reminds me of the, the golden age of K-pop girl group, which is the second generation, which uh, started in 2007. In 2007. Six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. You Is know, that like the Sonia Shida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, Kara. Yeah. Um, Wonder Girls. It, it was the one of the greatest years for K-pop girl group ever. But now, it's kind of, you it, know, the kind of part two. <laughs> no, you, but you know what's crazy about this wave of new girl groups? Is that groups like Twice, uh, groups like uh, Red Velvet... Uh, they're still around and they're still yeah, very relevant. Very relevant. But they're bigger than them right now. <laughs> like, how does that it's work? Crazy, they, they, crazy. Like, the rookies are better, or I, I shouldn't say better, but bigger than the veteran girl groups. And I hear very li- little about Twice. I hear very little about Red Velvet, unfortunately. Uh, even Espa, right? Like, Espa, uh, they've kind of taken a step back. Well, and they, well Espa is still in the sp- sp- spotlight. Yeah, they but, are. They are. But, but, but this year is more about the, the, this, this newer group, like New Jeans, Ive, and Kepler, and Enmix, and uh, other groups. Yeah, Luz Serafim. Luz Serafim, actually. Ive, yeah. I heard, I mean, uh, New Jeans was crazy. And then when I saw, uh, because all, always at the end of the year, they have those music awards when they were given out like the uh, the Shinin girl what is it the Shinin girl group song or something like that Shinin Gazu song Shinin Gazu Shinin Yoja Gazu song yeah, yeah, yeah. group song yeah okay. I was like who's gonna win this <laughs> <laughs> like, who, yeah how do you even yeah. choose this like Com- the competition was amazing <laughs> how do you even choose who who yeah. takes this like it's it's impossible almost yeah. I this year I I, well, I it, it was crazier. I know I BTS agree. fans are going to not like what I say, but I think this year was the year of fourth generation girl groups. No, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, everyone would agree. I mean, because we are not talking about the sales number mm-hmm. or the how the, the, the big the fandom is. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the how, how much kind of splash or interest they create. Yeah. You know, the, among like a general, general public. Right. Right. So, yeah, and uh, 
again, but at the same time, this fourth generation girl groups really kind of sparked the, the whole market. But at the same time, second generation girl groups like Girls' Generation and Kara come back. Came back. Another really big, big, another really big, big story of 2022, yeah. right? The comeback of the, I hate to use this word, old school girl groups. Nope. Because they're old school in that now we have, you know, groups like, you know, G Idol and Ive and Lissada Theme and uh, New Jeans and things like that. Uh, but old, old school girl groups are baby dogs. <laughs> Finkel, <laughs> Fine Killing Liberty, Finkel. And, and SES. And SES. <laughs> because they, uh, well, some of, some of them are almost retired, right? Right. But this gen, the second generation girl group, they, they kind of made a big statement in how they still could be relevant. You know, the, here's the thing. Girls' Generation released a new album this mm-hmm. year. It's not just any other comeback album because in a comeback album or comeback single usually kind of kind of small gift, mm-hmm. right? Two, three songs, kind of more of a kind of anniversary type of song rather than the really aggressive or kind of innovative sounds, right? Right, right. But Girls' Generation, they made one of the best albums of their career this year with the new comeback album. So it's not just a comeback album. It was really good album. That is that is amazing. And so Kara did the, the, almost the, did the same thing. Kara came back, and also didn't Boa come back too? Boa, Boa, came, Boa back. came back. Yeah. Uh, but Boa was a uh, kind of. I mean, uh, she was not away actually. Yeah, she was. She was in the music business in the yeah. industry. Kind she, of. She she's been uh, pr- probably one of the most consistent um, K-pop power power people kind of power yeah, yeah. you know musician mm-hmm. in the business so pr- pr- very exceptional case by the way oh and by the way I just want to, I need to add this too you know who else did like a comeback Tay remember Tay <laughs> what Tay is back Tay is back singing remakes I, I mean I don't get me Do wrong you really believe that Tay is a very really relevant musician in this kind of conversation. Yes. Okay. For me, because think about it. When we're talking about BTS, I'm talking about Igi Chan. So yes, uh, <laughs> Tay is relevant in my. Tay is where relevant. Is, where did Igi Chan come from? Where did Igi Chan come from? You know, you know the uh, you know the pattern, the trend of uh, back to the culture is every week, no matter what we talk about, two names always come out: Igi Chan and Baby Vox. <laughs> so that, that's what it is. No, but Tay, he came, he came back and he's charting in the music charts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. And so like all these comebacks and as a person who grew up listening to... And, and who to, came back as well? Who? Who? Who Who, who do you think... Uh, the, the, who else came back this year? Who, who else the, came back? One of the biggest names in the music business. Uh, I don't know. Sanseng님, Mr. Jo Yong-pil. <laughs> you know, but for me, he's always been around. He's... <laughs> <laughs> He's another person that's always been around for me. <laughs> it's like Imun say, he's always been yeah. around. You know what? <laughs> they they never really released the new material in the for the last right. two or three years or or four more than four years. Yeah, but do you still you know think that they they're always here with us? No, really. Yeah. It's the other. I think it's like a blessing from a god, right? And the crazy it's, it's everywhere. The crazy thing about Cho Young Pil. Is that his songs? When he comes out with these songs, they sound so trendy. Yes, they sound so new. Uh, wh- oh my goodness! There was a there was a song from uh, Cho Young Pil uh, from a couple of years back. Hello, 
Oh, bounce, no, bounce, 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 bounce. How was the title? Oh my goodness. When I heard bounce, <laughs> I was like, this is Joyongpil no way. Uh, because it sounded so hip. Equipped with rapping yeah. from Bubble Jint. Yeah. Bubble Jint. Bubble Jint. The King of Flow. Bubble <laughs> Jint was in that as well. King yeah, of Flow. Yeah, but uh, Cho Young-pil, in, in my opinion, he, he's, he's always been around, uh, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, someone said about Yi chan Yeah, Yang Gurum's always like, I say Yi chan <laughs> and Baby Vox all the time. Uh, <laughs> but uh, another thing that we saw was what we say, uh, Yeok Ju Hang, right? Uh, the... Uh, kind of coming back with all the songs that we kind of missed. Okay, my my question is: Yeah, yeah. Was this did, was this thing for you mm-hmm. a more of a Yunha than uh, Yeokjung itself, or you know, or vice versa? I, can I be honest with you? I did not know that there was a Yunha Yeokjung coming uh, going on because for me, the greatest Yeokjung to ever happen was Brave Girls. Roland. Roland. Yeah. That for me was the greatest Yeokju Hang. I because even me, I was like, oh my goodness, where did this come from? Yeah, but I mean, uh, those are probably uh, it's because those are two different genres. You mm-hmm. know, Rolling was was popular not just because of the sound or music or the it's, lyrics. It's a video the, on, and, on and YouTube. the dance. This iconic yeah, like right, the right, right. Chum, right? <laughs> yes. Was, was that Rolling? Right? Yes. Chum? Yes. Yeah, but the Yuna, this song was more for, you know, more for... How um, good the song is or how good she's a singer? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. When Yuna was singing, uh, what is it, the Pimilbono Saparyuk, I yeah. think it was, secret yeah. number of, uh, 486, I thought she was one of the most talented vocalists at mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only was the song good, she, her voice, she had a very unique, very crisp song. And I said, oh my goodness, she's going to be great. And then, then she, she struggled, kind of disappeared she, out of she, she everywhere. She just struggled uh, a bit. Because, I mean, her voice problem, you know, kind of health issue. And, uh, you know, the you know every every singers would have a kind of ups and downs moment right, in, in their own career. But Yuna, the, you know, had the same kind of struggles. Uh, uh, but I, I think it's it's more about, not just about the Yunha or, or the song itself. But I, well, I kind of see this whole millennial thing coming back because a yuna mm. is a kind of kind of iconic figure among yeah, millennials yeah. right yeah kind of kind of uh, diva mm-hmm. right iconic millennial generation diva so uh this yok juang uh, could be also associated with that kind of sentiment yeah you know from uh, from millennials point of view this is the artist that we we we, we can count on and we have to kind of protect <laughs> right kind of revive right right you know and uh because you now was that kind of like you said was that kind of important and and talented musicians and uh uh so like she deserved exactly. to get the recognition exactly right exactly like you look at um you know was again I, I keep saying she should have been Bigger than what she was, mm-hmm. uh, but she was unable to, and she deserved it. Because and a lot of good songs, really great songs, have been always forgotten. Yeah, for some reason. Because I mean, it's always almost impossible to be kind of like a amazingly popular in this kind of competitive you know music business. But so it's not no, it's no new new thing, right? Good songs are forgotten. Good artists are always kind of understated, undervalued, or underappreciated by general public. But the Yuna, I think it's more about the Yuna's reputation and uh, kind of 
kind of trust mm-hmm. among music fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the make made them believe that Yuna deserved it. And you know what? I'm glad that it's songs. Uh, and the that, song is great, by the way. Yeah, yeah it's those two, uh, those songs. Uh, 사건의 지평선 uh, and uh, what is it? 오르트룸. Because as much as I liked Yuna, there's only two songs I know. Uh, 비밀번호 486 <laughs> and 기다리다. Uh, yeah, those are the songs. only two songs, songs that I know. But uh, it's it's not those songs that are getting a uh, spotlight here. Youngday, I know this is going to be really tough. Okay, and uh, we were kind of hesitant on whether or not we're going to make you do this uh, very quickly. Uh, who do you think is no the way? Uh, no way. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think? Oh my God. Who do you think was the biggest group or artist of the year? I mean, this has got to be the, the hardest. Let's like ask. I'm not even going to ask you who do you think is the. Tay. Tay is the guy. <laughs> Tay is the artist of the year. That's the safest. Greatest answer. comeback of the year. Most underappreciated artist of the year. <laughs> Tay. Okay, so except for Tay, um, who else? Well, the musically, for me, RM's solo album was the most intriguing. Okay. Musically. You know, from from, uh, from a critic's point of view, mm-hmm. most musically intriguing album of this year, RM's Indigo, uh, and uh, what else? Wait, um, RM's song uh, still no, no, still not life. just song, not well, just the entire album. You're saying. Tilkonnori uh, was pretty interesting song, mm-hmm. a very you know, the uh, kind of emotional song Tilkonnori, mm-hmm. uh, but but not just that one song, but the whole album was, was great. Uh, it's worth listening. Uh, new artist. Wow. I, I don't even this think I could ask you this category. question. It's it's not fair to ask you this question. Um <sighs> New jeans. Oh. oh my god. Oh <laughs> Wow, we set this Goosebumps. Like, wow, we set this Goosebumps. at the same time. Yeah. New I d- jeans. Because I mean for me New Jeans was was probably most iconic in terms of everything right yeah 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 you know they kind of representing this whole new era right new new wave of first generation mm-hmm. yeah i mean for me everyone would, would feel would feel uh differently but um yeah so new artists new genes um song of the year um that that's tough i i'll give you the earworm of the year for me there was one after so- like might be the a- strong candidate after like is i've i've Oh, really? Like oh yeah 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 yeah. That's for me. My song of the year is whatever was the biggest earworm of the year. The one song that would not get out of my head for the longest period of the year. You know what song it was? <clears throat> Zico's Sepping. Oh yeah, that song. song yeah. That song would Very... not. I can't. I couldn't Addictive. get it out of my head. After like, I mean, I chose after like the same same uh, same re- for same reason. Because it's very earworm. addictive. Yeah, addictive. Yeah. And uh, every everyone's loving it, so yeah. That's a that's a pretty good. Uh, I you know what I really like though uh, from New Jeans is Hype Boy. I wasn't a big fan of Attention to be honest that's with you. That's the the you know the Hype Boy. Uh-huh. Maybe we have to create a new category. The the, the viral of the, of the year. The viral like video. Viral dance. Viral, viral dance, dance yeah. of the year. Hype Boy is definitely the one. Really? Yeah. I just listened to the song. I got maybe I got to look at the uh, the music video. You know as... the whole this Hype Boy, you know viral dance challenge everything. Oh, there was a dance challenge. It was the it was one of the biggest things. I only in looked K-pop. at the I only looked at the uh, Blackpink. Uh, what is it? Uh, Pink Venom dance challenge. That's, now that's it's what... really time for you to stop listening. Yigi-chan, <laughs> Baby Box, Orte. You know, focusing more on the new stuff like After Like. All right, I'm gonna listen to Mose yeah, I, I... Easy. Mose? <laughs>
Greatest, one of the best one-hit wonders uh, out there. Benny says, "Song of the Year for me." Lissetta themes, anti-fragile is what yeah, they say. Yeah, it is pretty cool song. <laughs> and Yangurum pretty says, cool song. Anti, anti-fragile. Yangurum says, "Ho is tteokbokki songs." It's always one of our guests. She had like an Instagram uh, video or something like that with tteokbokki song. But is it, is it good tteokbokki song? I I, I didn't want to watch oh, it. Okay. I didn't want to watch sure, it. Sure. Uh, Young Day, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, 2022 was a very a good year. Uh, I have to, to say you. this again before yes. I leave. What? Uh, Tanya Jung is obviously different from son, the Hakyo Jung. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was 2022's stupidest, thing, <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever said. Dang, I never heard such a thing. Happy New Year's to you. We'll see you Happy next New year. year. You can listen to Korea Now with me, SJ Lee, by downloading the Arirang Radio application or tune in online by visiting www.arirangradio.com. So make sure you tune in Mondays through Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Korea time.